Hello. Hi. Yay. Okay. You? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm just like an old lady with technology, even though I'm only 32. So no, 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 I'm... you're good. Um, well, let me do an introduction. Uh, most of the time when I get people to interview, it's always such a process to get them to call in. So you did that pretty effortlessly. So thank you. Anywho's, hello, my beautiful people. It is Solaris, the High Priestess here. And I am back with a very special episode. First of all, I want to apologize for not um, putting out any content in the last month or so. It's just been a lot of hectic energy and major downloads that have been happening. But during this time of me having some downtime, I ran across a really amazing page and a beautiful lady named Fontaine. Can I say your last name? Yes. Foxworth. And you originally sent me, I don't know if it was a message or a comment on your other page, which is Melanated, what is it? Melanade Stands. Melanade yeah, Stands. Confused sometimes. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, so you create your own um, tarot imagery, right, on that page? Yeah, so I actually have my own tarot card deck, and the imagery um, are just the actual photographs of the deck. It's a non-illustrated uh, classic deck that features photographs of over 56 women of color. Oh. Yeah, so it's a physical product as well, not just the graphics. Nay, I didn't even know that, so then I should get that deck then. I need a deck <laughs> like that. I was thinking that it was like just the um, Instagram post, but that's my bad, my ignorance. But she had sent me a message, and I really liked her page. I liked her content that she put out, and then I ran across her other page, which is called Breaking the Matrix, right? Yes, uh, Break the Matrix memes. Yes. And that page um, resonated with me so hard because the content that she puts out along with like the images and the words that she puts in, it's so relatable. And it was very refreshing for me to come across that page and see that I, I don't know your spiritual journey yet. But based off of how you were talking on there and some of the rhetoric you were using, I was like, man, she gets it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's really hard sometimes to, you know, talk about everything that we go through during our spiritual awakening where people will like get it. And she gets it. And so I've been trying to reference everybody to both of your pages, to be honest with you. Um, Thank you. Gratitude for that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. And I've gotten like DMs where people are like, thank you so much for putting me on this page. Like the content is amazing. So, you know, anything that I can help because I truly feel like you are extremely tapped in. And it was just like looking at a reflection of myself, to be honest. And yeah. we've been trying to set up talking to each other, but, you know, it's been super hectic. So this is going to be our first like real conversation and I'm going to share it with you guys. So Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm Thank you. It's, it's great to connect. Great to connect. Of course. So um, I guess we'll start off by you introducing yourself and just telling us like, you know, what you do, what you identify as and all of those things. Yes. Okay. So um, I am a Brooklyn born New Yorker, new, you know, native. Okay. Living in New Orleans. My life story <laughs> is vast, but before I even, I guess, get into any of that, I have bloomed into a healer and a spiritual teacher. 
as well, I consider myself as a humanitarian and I have so many goals in that world um, and specifically aiding in this great spiritual awakening. It's, it's my biggest purpose. Uh, mm. and, and I'm just blessed to, to have made it through the darkness of what it takes to, to impact the world in the way that I feel called. So, um, yes. yes. <laughs> you better say that. You are so good at like talking, by the way. This is good. <laughs> but my background is in film and then I've just been very rambunctious my whole life period anyway. So it's just a very, <laughs> a natural thing that just falls into alignment with, with, you know, being a truth there, being a truth speaker, being someone on spiritual awakening. So, yeah, exactly. Could you share what your um, sun, moon and rising is, by the way? Yes. Yeah, so I recently was, you know, a little perturbed by the fact that someone told me I was a Gemini. <laughs> I was, oh, hell no. OK, excuse me, not to think I'm Gemini's, but I'm a Taurus. OK, um, so. <laughs> Um, I've been accepting the fact that I'm most definitely on the cusp as far as my son, uh, Taurus in Gemini, and I'm embracing all the beautiful things of that. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Um, my moon is Capricorn and my rising is Leo. Okay. I feel like I have um, been having a lot of encounters and just conversations with people who have a Capricorn moon or Leo moon or Capricorn rising a lot lately. So I'm definitely paying attention to like what the universe is trying to say and what I need to embrace out of those energies. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a Gemini moon. And so I totally get it <laughs> how you felt because, you know, I mean, Gemini's get a bad rep, but um, they're ruled <laughs> by the planet. It's really huh? based on X, to be honest. So, like, that's most of it. <laughs> Don't we all have, like, a bad ex-Gemini, though? Like, I do. Ridiculous. It, it, must be, it must be something that's a collective thing for a little bit. It's a part of the shadow. I don't know. but It has to be. It has. <laughs> it's that dual energy that we have to tap into, I guess, Yes. through them. Because that definitely was uh, me dealing with my Gemini definitely pushed me on my spiritual journey for sure. Pain pushes you to your purpose. Shit. Yes. I should say that again. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're going to... I'm going to ask a couple of questions and I know that these questions are extremely like open. And so, um, you know, I'm not going to put like a time limit on anything just because I'm so interested to see and hear about your mind. And if we have to, we can make it into a two part thing if you have time, but I'm going to start. So my first question is how did your spiritual journey begin or, and what triggered it to begin? Okay. So, I, I feel like I have been on a spiritual awakening journey my whole life. Mm -hmm. um, starting in kind of being completely indoctrinated in the Jehovah's Witness religion. Mm. Growing up in that, being totally sheltered and totally um, caved into that mindset, that lifestyle, that belief system, that way of life and just what it does to you on every level of your existence, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, energetically. So I've always felt like a caged bird, so to speak, within that system, whether I was conscious of it or not, or whether it was something that was subconscious. So it, it's always been a subconscious desire to, to snap out of something or wake up out of something. But I guess I could say what triggered it would be maybe around 20, 
um, maybe around 20, uh, like it's so hard because like my triggers come in like threes, you know? So like mm, okay. the first, the first trigger would have been just really just waking up out of not wanting to be a Jehovah's witness. You know what I mean? And yeah. just starting to do my research, just starting to just to, to, to look at things that I was forbidden to look at. I think that's what initially triggered that, that first layer of awakening that was deeply embedded in something that I had no control over, you know? Curiosity, okay. Mm-hmm. And then going into that, just kind of going off to college and living a double life, that kind of led to another awakening of, of just the scraping the bottom of just loving myself and, and finding what self-love meant. And that was in 2006, and what do you mean by double life, like being a Jehovah's Witness and like going to school and like yes, finding was, yourself or what? Yes, I was I was fighting back and forth between, you know, being deeply rooted in the, the religion and still following it, even as a lone college student, not worrying about parents being around. So like that took a great spiritual collapse, a spiritual death okay. before I even realized I was having an awakening. Um. And then I guess the big, biggest trigger would be uh, when my mother's husband just kind of had a heart attack, you know, out of nowhere. And mm. it kind of brought together myself and my sister. We had been estranged for a while. That brought us together. And during that time, I was starting to see synchronicities and I was starting to see the angel numbers. I was starting to have the scattered thoughts. I was starting to to even go past the... Um, the breaking out of being Jehovah's Witness and just kind of self-love and into another level of tapping into conscious awareness. So okay. that, that trauma definitely triggered that first initial uh, awakening and that led to remembering a twin flame and that led to just snowballing after that. Was the twin flame the Gemini? <laughs> oh no, he was the biggest karmic, can I say. <laughs> was the one taught me that I did not love myself even when I thought mm. I did. Yeah. Like <laughs> so mm, mm, mm. you know. Okay. So yes, I think that that's what happened. And, I, and as that spiritual awakening became triggered, I started to unravel. Absolutely. Okay. That's what I'm saying. With the other episodes that I've done, and with the readings that I do when people are in so much pain from relationships and I'm like, it's so easy to get swept away with the emotion and the pain, but like what it opens your soul up to, uh, like when you get to the other side of it, it's amazing. But a lot of people, it's just hard for them to get past that, you know, and that's where the bitter energy and resentment comes from. But um, yeah. so, yeah, so those are the three things that kind of triggered you and pushed you into your spiritual journey. Yes, absolutely. So when you got there, what was your awakening like? Because a lot of people be having this whole awakening thing confused. They think it's beautiful, you know, or like you get a little bit of information. And it's just like, oh, I get it. When really it can be really terrible and depressing and sad and you have no idea what's going on. So how did yours go? So mine was just the legit just tower moment tower card <laughs> energy just hit me on every layer of my being and even to the point where I was manifesting a, 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 a stomach illness I was literally just my enzymes were not working correctly mm. causing me to just be malnourished um 
losing weight, getting sick, and doctors couldn't figure it out. And then on another level, I was dealing with just repressed memories that started coming up. I went into a very, very deep, dark night of the soul. Um, I was struggling financially. Just everything just hit me all at once. And then to have to deal with feeling crazy over a twin flame um, a connection. And, 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 and that in itself is a whole nother world. So I was literally living through multiple just dark nights and so many different layers of myself. And I thought I was going to, to die. Um, mm. I, that was my first time really succumbing to suicide, you, you know, suicidal thoughts and in, in, in that deep level of depression after being such a stronghold and, you know, eldest sister and taking care of my little sisters and dealing with trauma of my childhood and abuse and, just all that stuff just begin to come to the to the to the floor in a way it never did before, mm. and it felt like I was just hurling down. How long did that last? Oh man, so I would say that I had a really long period of time where I just dropped, and I would say from two thousand maybe. 14, 2013, 14 to, I would have to say, like maybe 20, 2018, uh, I was experiencing just really dense falls back into different dark nights of the soul. Mm. Um, losing friend after friends, it just seemed like a nightmare. I'm not going to even lie. I had a really difficult, uh, you know, beginning to my spiritual awakening because right. I had such physical um, manifestations. It had such external repercussions, you know? Um, yeah, so it, it definitely drove me to a point of a lot of karmic situations that I now realize are things that I had to to deal with and go through and to transmute so that I could be who I am becoming. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, <clears throat> it's interesting that... Um... You say that because, you know, my next question was, how did that affect your world, your friends, your family? Because when I went through my um, awakening and what I was also going to ask you was, do you feel like you were in the know of what was happening? Because when I went through my awakening, I didn't come from a Jehovah uh, Witness background, but, you know, typical, like everybody identifies as being Christian. And so that was the only knowledge that I had of any type of spirituality or religion at that point. And so when I was, um, my spiritual awakening got triggered through uh, meeting a five percenter who opened me up to information that I had no idea. I never even thought about thinking that way. And I, I shut myself off from that person. And I felt like there was no information or a support team to, uh, to support the journey that I was going on. So that, Furthermore, it made me feel like I was going crazy because I was like, I don't know what is happening right now. Like my thoughts are scattered. I'm isolating myself. I'm purging. I didn't want to have sex anymore. I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to listen to low vibrational music. Like I was looking at the world completely different, like billboards. Everything just looks so different shows. It was over sexualized and I had nobody to talk to about it. And so I felt completely alone. And I felt like if I did speak up that, you know, people would think that I was crazy. So was it a similar situation for you? 
Yes, absolutely. When I discovered tarot, well, it discovered me. <laughs> like my tarot, my first tarot deck found me mm. in synchronistic, unbelievable way that really set me off into a different path, a path of suspending, suspending my, the veil that, that, that we're all conditioned into mm. and tap into something that has always been taught to me to be taboo. So as I begin to get into the tarot world, you know, I, I definitely got, you know, questioned or just kind of, you know, eyebrows arching over what, what Fontaine is getting into, you know what I mean? Definitely by my family and, and some friends when I started getting into the spirituality thing, um, you know, people definitely just did not connect and just started slowly just, you know, kind of uh, falling out of my life. Then mm. there were situations where I, because I was growing and, and realizing that I was an empath more and more and, 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 and diving deep into that study and understanding, I would start pulling in people that were reflecting my deepest, darkest shadows. Mm. You know? That's so, a point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. And it got to the point where, I, you know, I was doing the opposite. I kind of spiraled into a, a, a sexual, you know, sexual relationships that were based in a low frequency, that, that void that I didn't have for myself, all the things that, that I was trying to heal from or need to heal from, I was gravitating towards until I got the lesson. Um, and that's friends that was in business partners that were in real ass, real life fucking soulless fucking vessels, you know, mm. that were coming at me as, as I was learning to tap into the power that I now tap into fully. So, um, it just, it comes from all angles. Every, everything shifted, everything changed. That's incredible that you said that because, um, everybody who has listened to my podcast, I'm very transparent. And so when I, when I had my spiritual awakening, it lasted for two years, right? So it was like two years of depression. It was two years of me feeling like I didn't want to be by myself. Like I would literally go to my grandma's house and sleep in the bed with her just to avoid being at my place by myself because I was terrified. It, it literally felt like I was being chased, you know, by this shadow energy, but I didn't have the, the knowledge of what was going on. So... um I remember the day that I decided that I, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm isolating myself. I'm not doing anything. I don't feel happy. So fuck it. I'm just going to go to the extreme opposite. I'm going to go out. I'm a drink. I'm a dance. I'm going to do all of these things that, you know, I've been withholding myself from. And in between that journey, you know, I went on a whole Christian super like getting into that area. But anyways, mm -hmm. I went out that night and the partner of the Gemini that I got with, like you said, you were attracting those shadow energies. He was exactly that. He was like an illuminated being that I saw and he had so much darkness. I remember one night we were laying in bed and I had a mirror next to my bed. And it's mm. like I could see a shadow of myself like looking in the mirror like it wasn't me. And I was like, I don't know what's happening, but I was so high off of that energy because for once the scattered thoughts and all of that stopped, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, I was drinking more. I was, you know, just having crazy like sex with him and going out. And I just went into this world of partying for a really long time to avoid that feeling because I didn't have anything to support me. So I'm happy that you spoke on that because that's another part of the spiritual awakening journey that people don't really highlight either. 
Yes, and it's and we should because that's where we that's where we keep digging into that same trauma that we don't speak about openly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that we hide and it's also women, you know, we already shunned easy, fast, holes, this, that, thoughts like, you know, so when you go through breaking through and getting through your trauma by by, by putting yourself in that darkness, you know, it's nobody wants to talk about it, but it's a, it's a part of it. And I don't care what nobody says. Everyone goes through some kind of sexual uh, transition. Mm-hmm. What, what that, however, it looks like people, you know. So that's that's something that you're right. People don't talk about. That is very very true. Oof, girl. Mm. Yes. I you know I wouldn't trade my story for the world, but at that time, I mean. I'm happy it happened the way that it did. I just, mm-hmm. I had no idea. So now it's like me being in the position that I'm in to do readings and to be, um, I like to assist people on their journey because I know at that time at my lowest point, I was like, if I make it out of this, I promise, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to give people as much education as I can to let them know that they're not alone because I was very suicidal in those times too. Like, I was yeah. like, I don't, I don't, I can't do anything right. I'm not relating to anybody. And so um, that really pushed me into the the field of work that I'm in now, which I'm sure probably very similar for you, right? Yes, absolutely. So I, I dove into collective healing wh- whilst healing. But I, I think that definitely happened as I was becoming more consciously aware of the matrix and what was going on and mm-hmm. um I kind of transitioned throughout my whole dark night into I got into new age spirituality mm-hmm. and that's where I, I truly truly started learning um about other 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 things that I never could have fathomed until it got to the point that I recognized some inconsistencies and 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 you know, you continuously have ego deaths, ego deaths, ego deaths throughout this this process where you get to another level of illusion that you have to surrender to breaking through, you mm-hmm. know, and to detach, you know, to detach yourself from the things that you have believed in because this matrix just weaves wolves and wolves of, 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 of webs and webs of illusion. And yeah. a, a spiritual awakening literally is not only getting to, to the bottom of your core wounds, the bottom of your pain. It's also upon ascending, breaking through all of the the veils and the shades that 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 kept you in that constant state of pain and hurt. So, um, you go through many layers of that, and and it it it's, it's definitely something. <laughs> it is. Hold on, let me get back to the room. It is so in. Speaking of that, I want to share a dream that I had during that time of my spiritual awakening since you were talking about the matrix. I remember I was going through a lot of lucid dreaming at that time, mm-hmm. heavy. And I remember I was watching TV, but I was so afraid to, like I said, to sleep by myself. And in this particular night, I stayed by myself. I was in my bed. I fell asleep with the TV on. And I remember the uh, the commercial was like a, a, a tooth. Uh, paste commercial Mm -hmm. and when I was lucid dreaming the the lady on the commercial turned her head and she looked at me directly like it was like all of the words and the music and stuff stopped and she looked at me and my I'm shaking because I'm like I just want to get up I want to move I want to move and I got up and I was like what is going on like but there was no information Mm. that I had access to at that time and so 
I don't know. It, it felt like everything that I experienced at that time was extremely intense, which um, I want to ask you what you feel like your gifts are now that you are um, very conscious and aware of who you are and then go into what's happening in the world right now. Cause there's a reason why I talked about that dream. Okay. So I, I definitely have come into many, many gifts. Um, I think that the most powerful of all would be just my ability to remember my, my, my soul on a primordial level to mm. remember you know, at, at the highest degree, who, who I'm, who I'm here as, um, that just kind of to be able to tap into my higher self, into in my God consciousness to that level, kind of opens up so many doors. Like you know, your clear audience, your 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 clear sentience, being a medium, being being a channeler, being uh, just kind of just stepping into into a, like a, a knowingness that that's beyond, you know what I mean? So I, right. I kind of feel like it, it's, I have so many gifts that just attribute to, I know that I'm, I'm a primordial triune soul and just tapped into so much. Um, so maybe channeling would be my greatest gifts. Uh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah. And it, it's crazy. Like, if when if people would open themselves up a little bit more like I feel like we should all be x-men around here to be honest but there's just like you said it's so many layers of just like illusions and spells and magic that have been casted on us that it's really hard to tap into that energy and it, it takes extreme discipline and isolation sometimes like good isolation to be able to get there but yes I realize I'm talking isolation, not just like, you, you know, you, you're off social media for a, a couple of weeks. Like, I mean, literally being in a state of where you're not talking to many people at all. Like exactly. for me, like I dealt with homelessness throughout this is some, another thing that happens with people who spiritually awaken to the max and just kind of completely malfunction in the ability to live at, at this, at this frequency and live you know, right. you know, you can never unsee it, you know, so as you elevate and your frequency rises, it's almost as if for a while you have to teach yourself how to just to 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 live in the world again, you know, and, and being able to be of the world, but not in it in the sense of, of mm. knowing the world, be, you know, having to to connect, having to work in some cases and you start to learn and teach yourself how you can do that and still maintain your sovereignty and that's 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 a long process like oh man who are you telling this is why and this is what uh drew me into wanting to interview you because um like you said when you go through your awakening and it's extreme it is very very hard to to function and be on this life's or this matrix rhythm you know what i'm saying because it's kind of like mm -hmm. you go to the natural rhythm of the earth and you're like yeah you know hours and stuff and, and working like it was i quit my job completely like i've found a lot of depression like why why do i have to be told when i can go out to eat lunch like i'm not connecting to these people Mm -hmm. And it doesn't make you feel crazy. Like, I don't know where I fit in in society. And that's where the suicidal thoughts would come in because there was nothing that was supporting what I felt like my true gifts were, my God-given gifts, you know, yeah. spiritual gifts that were given to me. And so I'm like, 
well, I don't know what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel very misplaced. So I'm happy that you uh, touched on that subject. But I see that with the quarantine. Now, for people like us, and I'm not trying to make it like, you know, we're just ahead of the game, but people who have um, went through their spiritual awakening a while ago to see what's happening now, I'm almost like very non-reactive to what's happening in the world because I experienced and felt all of that like six years ago. I experienced the the anger, looking at you know uh, racial inequality and all of those things, and and to see it now, and it's like, well, damn, it seems like society is just now catching up to where I felt so passionate six years ago. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm letting these things play out, and I don't really have just a strong stance in anything because I know it's a necessary part of what we're going through and what we're transcending to. Um, Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just wanted to see like, what, what, what do you think about what's happening? Cause I saw with the quarantine, Oh, y'all don't want to be by y'all. So y'all could, y'all are being forced to go Mm -hmm. into a spiritual awakening and you can't even handle being alone. You can't handle not having noise. You cannot handle having any distractions. And that's where your ass is going to get left at when the mothership comes. If you cannot handle yourself, I tell everybody when you go and you transcend, you're going to be, you know, back with your spirit. It's just you, you know what I'm saying? Into whatever. And so, um, I saw that amongst a lot of people with doing readings and just amongst friends and family, like how antsy everyone was. And I even kind of fell victim to it at one point. And I was like, no, I already went through this. So, <laughs> yes, I, I made a meme, the Michael Jackson meme, where he's got the popcorn in the movie theater and he's just looking like, OK, I'm like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm I don't know about y'all, but like this, I'm, I'm ready for this. I've been waiting for this. And that's kind of my sentiment. It's almost I have been waiting for this moment in our history Mm. um, for not just this lifetime, but every lifetime that I've been here on this level. So for me, I understand what the quarantine is doing and people who aren't tapped in, they're feeling like they're being oppressed or they're feeling like they're being locked in or they're feeling like their freedoms are being taken when they need to shift their thinking into understanding that their freedom is here to be taken now. Yes. So when it comes to that, like, like you're, you're right. I, I, my vessel was hit and rocked with all of this energy, grounding it before it actually manifested externally to the whole world. Mm-hmm. So I, I have felt this. I, I have known this was coming. I have, I have gone through being molly whopped. Um, <laughs> in she this- said molly whopped. I'm done. Yeah, molly whopped. <laughs> <laughs> it too much time in the south but you know um i've i've felt this and lived this within my own vessel and when you when you do wake up like you said not to come off as being you know better it's, it's simply the time you woke up and the position that puts you and that's that's all it is 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 to be a guide so yes we, we 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 felt this we know this we know it's coming and now that it's here for me it's like yes like i know there's so many bad things happening in the world but this is the non-physical merging with the physical and the universe and Mother Earth physically interjecting into these false constructs that we have been enslaved by. Mm. So I'm not going to sit here and try to fight to get back into the machine. Exactly. Like, mm. oh no, like this is the time to, to, to prepare, to integrate 
and for all those who are just first waking up, waking, this is your opportunity to, to get with the people you once looked at crazy, get with the people you thought was losing the damn minds, mm-hmm. face them and love them and ask them and humbly accept guidance because what's happening to the, to us is, is happening to the masses right now. Exactly. And each one of our fragmented groups have to deal with, with, with this crash course in, in healing that core wound. So for white people, it's one thing. We already know that. You know what I mean? For, mm-hmm. for, for, for black people, this is about reclaiming our humanity, you know, and, and our God and Godship, God, Goddesship, yes. you know? Being for, closer to the Garden of Eden the way yes. it should be. For women, it's about standing in that divine feminine power that has been suppressed by this matrix since its institution, mm-hmm. you know? And for men, it's, it's realizing that, that, that they have been conditioned to be imbalanced, aggressive, and used as biological weapons against this world and this patriarchy. Mm. So everyone has a part, every group, you know what I mean? A, a, you know, the LGBTQ community, the, the groups that, that, you know, the, that are projected as the shadow, do you know what I mean? In yeah. whatever way, everyone, everyone is having the opportunity to have enough stillness to fix this individually so that collectively the whole world has changed. And that's what's happening. So You said that so well. Oh my God, girl, you are brilliant. Like this is by far my favorite episode. Um, I want to ask you because in the process of us going through all of these things, I did a post where I was talking about, you know, in this dimension that we live in, this is all about attachments. And I think that Mm -hmm. it's very ironic that we're born into attachments. We're born into a family. They give us our our identity. We have these generational traumas and curses that are in us. And we, we then grow up and we get our families or, you know, our jobs and things like that. And we identify with all of these things just to learn how to detach from them when we go, you know, transcend. And I was saying that we have, especially uh, black people, have such a fear of death because of what has been told to us during Mm -hmm. slavery and not wanting to fight back because we've had this whole heaven and hell idea and you know turn the other cheek mentality and now that the spiritual consciousness consciousness is waking up i do see that people I'm, i'm seeing it even more now that people are way more fearless but for those who are I'm always like, you know, the ultimate thing is like, you're afraid of death or you're afraid of going to jail. You have a job, you have a family, you know what I mean? But it's like, you can't take any of those attachments with you. And sometimes radical behavior has to happen for change to come, you know? So um, with that being said, I just want to know what your perspective is on, you know, what is God to you and what is death to you? And what do you think happens after we leave out of this dimension? I know that's heavy, but like, yeah. <laughs> okay, here, here we go. I just let source speak through me. Um, so, you know, we live in a matrix and, you know, this is one of the hardest things for especially God fearing people in the sense Christians and, uh, you know, Catholicism or even in any, any religion that, that you look up to a figure, you know, that kind of reigns supreme. That's, that's how we have been conditioned on this entire planet is to believe that God is some entity, some thing with, with outside of ourselves, something mm-hmm. that is external to us. We have been conditioned to believe that usually this presence is 
masculine, hyper-masculine, um, or, 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 or more associated with, with, you know, the, the one side of, of that yin yang, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we're, we're taught that through only through some savior complex, do, do we have, um, you know, forgiveness over our souls. We just absolutely are born into an immediate position of servitude and fear and, and, putting everything that we have onto this thing outside of ourselves. That consciousness, that God, I think is just one half of a coin. It's, mm-hmm. it's good and bad, it's good and evil, it's God and the devil. And we have been brainwashed into upholding it as completely righteous. Right. Um, and so in, in, in my, what I believe is that this, the source of, of life of this universe was a feminine source. As above, so below. That's why men can't give birth down mm. here. If the yeah, God exactly. of the world was, um, you know, it, it 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 doesn't add up. Everything is perfect when it comes to divineness and exactness. You, you know, when it comes to the universe. So I believe that we all came from a, a a feminine consciousness, the first consciousness to realize that she was that that I am, and to mm. want to be loved and figure out what love is, and to figure out you know, what that means. And in doing that was the first consciousness to dive down and have a spiritual awakening. And out of that, that ability to hold both masculine and feminine gave birth to polarity, gave birth to duality. Do you know what I mean? So yes, well said. Mm. So that is, that is what I tap into. I, you know, it's, it's, I tap into the mother of this universe and it's not about putting a, a, a female or male face on it. It's an essence. It's an energy. It's, a, it's something that contains life. So um, that's what mm. I think of God. So I love that. So with that being said, because my next question is, what do you think death is and what happens after? Um, what, are you, what is your take on the concept of heaven and hell? I think the concept of Heaven and hell is just another pre-predictive script. It keeps us in a fishbowl of what we think is the ultimate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It keeps us in fear of what's beyond the veil. We don't even want to touch what's beyond the veil. Many people think that's all freaky, evil, demonistic stuff to think about what happens in a, in a life after this. And if they're not thinking that way, they think they're going to heaven. They think they're going to, to, to this, this heavenly place when in actuality within this matrix, it's all an illusion, you know? Mm. Heaven is a state of frequency and energy. Mm, it's exactly. Place. It's not something that you need to be saved to go to. You have a birthright to it. So in saying it that way, they purposely use the fact that there's duality in this dimension, that there's an up, there's a down, there's a white, there's a black, there's a left, there's a right. They use all of the elements, you know, fire, you know, earth, water, yeah, right air, they, they use all that to manipulate our idea of reality, mm-hmm. even down to the to time. We, we, we don't perceive time as being transcendent when we're in this matrix. Exactly. So when they, when they say death, when they say death, what that really means is just the ability to transcend. They don't want us knowing that. So they relabel it with the name death. Because we see it in, in nature. So when we look at things die, like they, they go away, but energy doesn't die. 
it only transpires, but they screw us up so much that we can't correlate that to our own existence. That's what we're waking up out of. Exactly. That's that's what we as human beings are expanding beyond so that we no longer fit in a consensus reality. We actually tap into what they've been controlling, which is a divine collective consciousness that they've commandeered. They play with our imaginations. And this is, I I just want to express gratitude to you because, you know, everything that we talk about, clearly, like, we're on the same frequency. And, you know, I'm a cancer rising. And so I can be very self-conscious about wanting to put certain information out because, you know, sometimes I just don't have energy for the back and forth banter. You know, for those who have ears to hear can, you know, obviously here and so it's like um I love the fact that you're able to get directly to the point and speak that but they play with our imaginations and so the whole concept of like heaven and hell and life and death and you know once you get into chakras and what energy is and frequency it's like well is your energy going to rise up or is it going to go below you know what I'm saying like where is your mind at and the fact that we're constantly being distracted through social media, through TV, through food, through all of these things. Like it's all correlated. It it ties together. Like me talking down to being plant-based and stuff like that. Like I know for some people it's like, it's extreme, but it's like, it's about discipline. It's about light, lighting yourself up. You know what I'm saying? Like it just ties together. And so I don't know. I I'm hoping that, you know, more people who have looked at people like us, you know, we're going through it as crazy really will come to their senses of like wanting to, you know, be guided and that there is an awakening because we are shifting into a new world and a new consciousness. And you cannot go there if you have that same mindset. And we're seeing that right now, literally the powers that be all of that. Yeah, they're they're dissolved at the highest level. And that's the only reason why this world is this way. Like, that's a whole other story that I, I would love to, you know, have another conversation with you about. But yes. um, when, when, it, when it comes to the idea of death in, in heaven, like, reincarnation is only necessary because it's the only way for them to continue to recycle our souls. That's mm. how we live here time and time again and, 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 and start to have paths past life regressions and remember who we were for some people maybe only here a few lifetimes you know some people here for 2000 years but the only reason why reincarnation has been painted as this great thing that that you know that that's painted in a way of this is how you cleanse your karma but it would be a never ending will <laughs> exactly you know? so like it it can't be that can't be divine because we're perpetually in a state of of hell and pain no and, and and being being c- condemned by karma no that's that's been that's been warped in us believing that we're reincarnating for a good thing we our reincarnation is is torture mm, exactly <laughs> i always say this is we're you know, in hell like it, it is so this is the actual hell mm-hmm. you know this is this this is it's like the hell on in this matrix and and then there's no real heaven because their heaven is is a lie. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would definitely love to get more into that at another time. But like, I think we're being the greatest secrets of the darkness of this planet is mm. being revealed during these times. Exactly. In that will be the reason 
why humans were created and how they have been fucked with. And that is going to shatter the psyche collectively. Mm. And for people who have already gone through all that and have already gone through that shock of what that does, that spiritual death, it feels like you're dying alive when you wake up to an yet another deception. This mm-hmm. is the biggest one of them all. People are going to be having a really hard time. But that's why light workers are here. That's why root workers are here. That's why the spiritual people who have tapped into this way before others are here because we have a major role. The first will be the last and we mm. will help everyone and it won't be as ratchet as it seems. Mm. You are speaking to my spirit. I have goosebumps. Like this is amazing. <laughs> like seriously. So with that being said, cause I'm going to wrap it up. We're at 45 yeah. minutes, but um, what do you, I have my ideas, but what do you think is going to happen within the next six months? So in the next six months, I actually, I'm constantly downloading. Um, I think that the, I think something's going to happen um, with the people on the top, 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 like the, the, the people that run the monarchies. I think there's going to be something that happens at the head there, whether we know it or not. I just have a feeling that there's going to be somebody either taken down that lets the, the other elites below them who are the puppet, who are being puppeteered, know that, that obviously the universe, Mother Earth means business and humanity means business. Mm. So I think that something dealing with that in the Vatican is going to happen. I believe that it might be possible that universal um, uh, basic income for at least this country will kick in. Um, I think that many of the police funded, you know, the, the funded police state will be defunded and, and start initiating a transition into public community uh, surveillance uh, police and, and, and mm. law enforcement. Um, I think I think that also what's going to happen is that there's going to be an exposition of key players in this that we are all shocked, will be shocked to, to know, even though the ones who have been knowing is going to finally be like, see, I told y'all. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be definitely an ousting that almost starts like a domino effect. Um, and one by one, little things is going to start unfo- un- unfoiling and unraveling that will wake people up more and more. And, uh, you know, and I, I think that's where we're heading as far as the next six months. Mm. And it, beyond there, I think we're heading towards a much more sustainable, renewable, um, service-oriented, um, you know, giving first before taking, less materialistic. Mm. Tribe. Uh, tribe, you know, people are going to start raising up and erecting nonprofits that help and aid and whatever needs help and aid. Like we're just going to turn into a recovery planet after our slave masters are dead and gone. Oh, oh my God. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation with you. Um, for everybody who taps into this episode, Please follow her. Um, tell them your Instagram names again, both of them. Hey, y'all. It's me, Fontaine. <laughs> follow mm-hmm. me at Break the Matrix Memes. That is my thought-provoking, ball-busting, matrix-breaking, <laughs> insightful, you know, funny, witty, ratchet memes that I make. And then also Melanade Stand. That's M-E-L-A-N-A-D underscore S-T-A-N-D. That is my more collective healing. I'm less ratchet. 
um, it's more about tarot and and just the spiritual awakening journey in itself. So follow me. Okay, I just want to say thank you. Um, I feel like we've bonded and we have a friendship yeah. now. <laughs> Um, so I look forward to doing another episode with you so that we can dive into like the real deep stuff. But I feel like this was a great introduction um, to the other things that we can talk about together. So um, thank you guys for tuning in. This episode will be on um, uh, iTunes. Um, is that what it's called? <laughs> Spotify anchor and yeah um i'll click the put the link in my bio and i'm also going to send you a thing for you to put on your page as well okay thank you thank you so much for having me and i'm so happy to connect with my goddesses because we are real yeah <laughs> and we about to do this shit okay yeah hey <laughs> okay hon um you have a great rest of your day and yeah thank you talk to you soon bye-bye okay.